Welcome to the God Stories Radio Podcast. Welcome to this edition of God Stories Radio. This is session 294. Wow, 294. Yeah, and who I'm Fritz. <laughs> I'm like, who are you? Yeah. <laughs> He's Fritz and I'm Tina. You bet. <laughs> Welcome, everyone. We're so happy to have you. Yeah, I see Jazzy and Donnie Seeger. Welcome. I see one other person. You either haven't signed in or you haven't followed us. If you could follow us. I can see who you are and you can also chat with us, which I hope you will do tonight. Yes, absolutely. We love this open forum that we've sort of uh, been able to do with everybody. It just really makes it real and in live time. I love it. I absolutely love it. And I look forward to it. And I just look forward to uh, seeing all of y'all on there and uh, interacting and a beautiful thing. It is. Speaking of interacting, you just flew in here from uh, Metro West. Yeah. Yeah. I had a doctor's appointment as well. So. Wow. Straight from work to the doctor's appointment, straight to the house. Living on the edge. GSR. Right here on WGSR. (laughs) That's right. I know. No rest. No rest. But that's okay. We are, um, some days you just feel like you're burning that candle at both ends, but, you know, it's worth it for certain things. And uh, this is definitely one of those things. You know it. Absolutely. Thank you, Jesus. Yes. You could have chosen anybody. I know. And we get to. We get to. Yeah. I love it. Pretty cool. I love it. So what's going on out there? What are you guys doing on uh, on Mixler? Uh Hola, Donnie. Hola. Said hello to Jazzy already. She's doing well. Yeah, and I have a I have a prayer request for Absolutely. a friend. So I'd like to read that. Yeah, right let's do now. that. Um, so this is actually a close friend of yours. Oh. And I just happened to notice on Facebook that um, you know, he had he had a post out there that made me a little bit concerned and I wanted to reach out and find out, you know, how everything's going in his life and how we could be praying for him at this time. And um, his father was just put in, uh, put on hospice uh, this week as the cancer kind of got out of control. And he's been living with him for the past eight years due to medical complications. And so he's, um, you know, his son uh, is trying very hard to keep him his dad with him. Um, And they knew that this time was going to come, but it's really difficult. And they just ask us to pray for his dad's comfort and, you know, just in general for the family, because this is a difficult time. I'll tell you that cancer is respecter of no persons. It really is not. Yeah. Doesn't matter how much money you have. Yeah. So I'm going to lift our brother Scott up in prayer. Yes, absolutely. And then, um, you know, if any of you guys want to chime in on the prayer, please feel free to do so. We will read your response um, from the chat. And uh, just, you know, if you could join us in prayer, we would greatly appreciate it. Because as the word says, when we come together in his name, he is there amongst us and 
we want to make sure that we are there for our brothers and sisters because we're put in their lives to help support them and love on them. Amen. Give them a network of um, of people that they can lean on. Amen. Amen. So, Heavenly Father, we just lift Brother Scott up to you and his father, Lord. We pray for the entire family, um, and we also pray for the comfort of his father during this time, both physically and emotionally, Lord, um, because it's not an easy thing uh, to go through. And Lord, we just pray that you would receive him into your arms and that he would not suffer, Lord, that he would um, have some sweet and tender moments with his family and that he would be able to Feel peaceful about leaving this earth, Lord, and and coming into your arms. And Father, we pray for the family. We lift up Scott. Um, We know that this will be a difficult time, but we ask that you bring extra comfort to him and just uh, keep him close during this time so that he knows that you are right by his side and you are right with him, Lord. And Father, we just ask for the rest of the family members that they be comforted also, Lord. I'm sure that this is not the only thing that they are all dealing with, but they're probably dealing with multiple issues at the same time. So we just ask you, Lord, to come into the chaos, to come into the illness, to come into all of it and just calm that stormy sea, Lord, and just be be who you are, Lord. Be God in their lives. And we lift him up in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 We got people driving home from work and people that are working and listening. And Yeah. This is fantastic. And thank you for agreeing in, in prayer with us. I yes. felt it. Yes. I felt it. Thank it, you, guys. Thank you so much. Yeah, it means a lot. It really, really does. Well, you kind of been... Uh, in First John, um, as we are as a church, yeah, just just in John um, and the Gospel according to John, and uh, I've been listening, and there, you know, there it's been funny the things that have been striking me or hitting me lately, um, just different things, things that I never really thought about before, or that never really stuck out to me before. Um, one of the things was, you know, when Jesus was speaking to the woman at the well, the Samaritan woman. Um, but, you know, he tells her to come and drink the living water, right? The water that she'll she'll never go thirsty again if she drinks that water. And in John, it talks about how the Holy Spirit is the living water. And... You know, in John also, Jesus is talking about, you know, eating his flesh and drinking his blood and, you know, that he becomes a part of you and you become a part of him. And it just started me thinking because, you know, when you just hear those words, they sound so strange and obscure, especially when you don't understand the the meaning behind it, right? Because we all know that he's not actually talking about, you know, eating his flesh and drinking his blood in a literal aspect, but they are analogies, um, you know, and I just, 
thought that, you know, well, Jesus is, is like that tree of life. You know, you, when you partake in him, you never die. You know, and that's what he's explaining in, in John, that if you partake of him and feed on him, you don't die. You know, your spirit is not going to die because you're a part of him and he is a part of you. And I don't know why I had just never really thought about it before in that aspect or that regard, but. That's the word coming alive in your yeah, spirit. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's why it's so important to pray before you read the word mm-hmm. so that it is the living, breathing word. Well, we always think about, you know, Adam and Eve and the, you know, they ate the forbidden fruit. But, you know, is that just that's I don't think that's a literal thing. I think that the forbidden fruit is it's, you know, it's that sin like they partook of sin and that's what that fruit represents. It's always a way bigger picture. It always is. Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, we get caught up in the literal, especially me. I'm an extremely literal person, as you can attest to. (laughs) (laughs) But um, I just thought, you know, it's nice to feel like the Lord is, is speaking to my spirit about his own word. And... I'm not trying to say that I'm coming at it from the absolute correct perspective, but I'm just saying that it caused me to think these. Well, it was a perspective that got your attention. It did. It got my attention. And he'll use that. And so, you know, the next step for me is to actually like explore it now for myself in the Bible and, and, and to pray on it and to um, study it a little closer to see if, you know, what I what I feel I'm interpreting is accurate and correct because, you know, I can't go off of feelings and stuff alone. We have to we have to go by what the word of God says and only by what the word of God says. Yeah, and I think about that often because God isn't moved by our feelings. Yeah. He's moved by our faith. Yes, absolutely. And sometimes we we absolutely get tore up about stuff. And you'd think that God would feel sorry for us or we're crying, you know, and that God would feel bad. And not that he doesn't, I'm not saying that, but the word's very clear that that he's not moved by that, mm-hmm. moved by our faith. Mm-hmm. I think Jesus has great compassion for his people. Oh, absolutely. I agree. Thousand percent. That's where grace comes in. And I feel like, I've experienced a lot of that compassion at different times of my life. And I I believe in John also, he was, he was talking about, you know, his relationship with us too. He's not just, I mean, he's everything to us, you know, father, brother, mother, sister. I mean, it, it, there's no real boundaries there. He, fulfills us in a way that we can't be fulfilled by anything else. Yep. It's a wonderful thing because he doesn't care how successful we are. He doesn't care about our social status. He doesn't care about our financial status. 
And he knows us inside out. Like he's the one who understands us the most and the best and knows us better than we know ourselves and what our needs are and what really truly matters in our lives. I just think it's, it's such a product of beauty when you think that the Lord takes us in our lives on this journey into a reconciled relationship with him till we come to the end of our lives to go home with him. Wow. You said a mouthful there. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's really a picture of, of love, of a relationship of love that he loves and cares for us so much. He's willing to go through this journey with us to bring us back to him. Hmm. I don't know where I'd be without his grace and his sovereignty. Yeah. Because I'm an idiot. I just. We all are. Um, you know, I repent for things and end up doing them again the next day. You know, and I don't. I feel like Paul sometimes. I do what I'm not supposed to do. Yeah. But you know what? We're all like that. If you look. Yeah. At, if you look at all the disciples that were talked about in the Bible, I feel like we all have characteristics for each one of those disciples. And I think that he chose 12 on purpose to show us, you know, hey, there's a little bit of this one in you and this one in you and this Mm. one in you. Because who hasn't been a doubting Thomas before in their life? Yeah. Yeah. Who hasn't been Peter who's always excited and runs his mouth and, you know, but I mean, he runs it in a good way and then he runs it in a bad way sometimes. It's sort of like he doesn't think before he speaks. How many of, how many Peters are out there? All of oh us. Oh my gosh, yeah. You know, how many of them, I mean, Peter is also the one that, that showed so much great faith too. And things were revealed to him by the Father. There's a Peter sitting right here. It's <laughs> my middle us. name. That is your middle name. Uh, but all of us, you know, and and then John, the faithful disciple that was with him till the very, very end. Is that the one whom Jesus loved? The one whom Jesus loved, yes. And he didn't mind telling you too. He didn't mind telling you, but he was the only one out of all 12 that was there till the very end when Jesus was crucified on the cross. Yeah. He was the one that was standing there. Where were the rest of them? Hmm. Hiding. So it's powerful, like, There's a little bit of all of these disciples in each of us, whether it's a good characteristic or a bad characteristic, but Jesus loved them all, you know? He sure did. And all of us have Judas, that Judas side in us as well, Judas Iscariot. You know, we have that. Unfortunately, that is true. We have that side, that facet to us, you know? But Jesus never loved him any less. He just said, go and do what you have to do. Yeah. You know, he knew full well what he was going to do. He oh, knew he, sure he did. would be betrayed. And and he called him out on it. You know, do you betray me with a kiss? Like, you know, pretend one thing to my face, but really you think I don't know what it is that you're doing? Wow. It's, you know, and then... You know, Peter slices off the ear of the, I don't know if he was a temple guard or what kind of guard he was when they came for him. 
and it's like, you know, we all have all these different facets of these disciples within us. And all of them fell asleep in Jesus's greatest hour of need, you know, when he needed them to be awake and praying with him. Um, really, he wanted them to pray for themselves so that they wouldn't be tempted. Right. The evil one wouldn't, um, you know, tempt them away. But none of them could stay up long enough <laughs> to pray with them, you know, to, to, because he was, he was so wrought with, I don't know if anguish is the right word. It's probably pretty close because when you, when, when you, you sweat, sweat drops blood, of blood, yeah, that's pretty serious yeah. anguish yeah, or stress or whatever could cause that. Yeah. It is an actual medical condition. I've been told that before, um, that it, it does exist. Um, not I believe just, if you studied it, though, it has such a bigger, broader meaning than just that. Because everything that Jesus did, everything that he lived, everything that he was. He did it 100%. 100%. Yeah. He gave so everything. much the bigger picture. Yeah. I think about that a lot, too, that everything that he did and that he gave, he gave in fullness. Yeah. It wasn't partial. Yep. It was in fullness. Yep. And he lived an example of fullness and he showed yeah, us. He did. And um, I mean, what better example can we ask for? You know, we can't ask for a better example. I mean, God walked among us and with us, and he told us why he was here and what he was doing, and he was rejected by the people who should have embraced him and loved him the most. Um, but the good news is he's He's there for, for us to cling to and to reach out to and to walk with now, and he'll call us friend. If we just open up our hearts and our minds long enough to let him in. I'm just so glad he doesn't close. You know, he's not right? a nine to five God, you know. Oh boy, you're saying a lot there. Let me tell you. He's a 24-7. 24-7 and guess what? No problem you have is too big for him or a problem for him. Preach it, babe. Yeah. So if, you know, you're worried about bothering God, don't worry about that. He wants you to come to him. He does. He really, really does Bring want it to us him. to. Bring it to him. Doesn't Cry matter how him. small, how how nope. large. Just bring it all. No, I mean, I used to make fun of you about the parking spots and getting favor with certain things. But no, God really cares about those things. He cares about our life. He, he does. I mean, it, it's, you know, it's. It's an exercise I feel like in faith when you start praying for the little things as well. Yeah. You know, like, Amen. Like the parking spots. Okay. Parking spot, pretty insignificant in life, right? But you know what? You trust him with the little things so you can trust him with the bigger things too. It's all exercise for us. And same thing with the trials and the troubles that we go through in life. It's an exercise for us to learn how to trust God with the bigger things, you know? I mean, I look at our lives and what we've been through. Wow. Well, sometimes you got to cut down the poppy. 
Yeah. Tell me about that. Yeah. I picked up a book today. Actually, uh, my lovely wife got it for me one Christmas or it was a Father's Day or something. <laughs> but uh, it's uh, by Brian Houston, who, who uh, pastors a little tiny church in Australia called uh, Hillsong. <laughs> tiny church, huh? <laughs> But he talks about uh, cutting down the poppy, and it's an Australian term for it's it's a flower that grows taller than humans. It's also the national flower of England, I believe. Yeah, the poppy. But he says um, in Australia we talk about cutting down the tall poppy, obviously referring to a flower that stands taller than all the others. It is an expression reserved for people who are doing more than most or achieving unprecedented success. Often, politicians, artists, entertainers, and business people are scrutinized. And while this critical tendency can be used unfairly to take someone down a notch, it also reminds us not to think too highly of ourselves and assume all the credit. Mm -hmm. And that... Uh, and then he goes on to say, let me be the first to take down my own poppy. And then he explains. But great book. It's called Live, Love, Lead by Brian Houston of uh, Hillsong. I and love that concept, though, of taking yeah, down your own poppy. Taking down your own poppy. Like humbling yourself, basically, which is what exactly right. what Jesus tells you us to You humble yourself, do. but then, and then the, but you don't take credit for what God does yeah. after you humble yourself. You can't say, I did that. Right. And he talks about humbling yourself. Like he says, you know, don't, don't take the best seat at the table. Take take a, a more lowly seat. And then your guest that invited you will say, no, don't sit there. Come and sit next to me, you know, near the head or come and sit at the head of the table because you're our honored guest. It's It's like, you know, Often, I think in life, we want to grab the best, right? We want to grab the biggest and the best and we want everything and we just forget about humility and humbleness. But we had our very own God and creator who came down to serve his creation. Like, why? To serve us? Why? But the, he's the example so that means if he came and served, we've got to go out there and serve too. Yeah, absolutely. And even when times are not so good in your life, that is the optimum time to serve. It really is. I mean. Doesn't make sense. It doesn't. It doesn't make sense because you're going through all this trauma and pain. But there is something about giving to others in the midst of that trauma and pain. Yep. But it turns into beauty. There's no better healing. Yeah. And it'll happen faster and better than you could have ever imagined if yeah. you do that. Yeah. That's a really good point. I'm glad you brought that but up. But it takes a lot. It takes a lot to put that emotion aside. Well, it it's like humbling yourself, right? You're saying oh, that's the my, ultimate. my problems aren't as big as I want to make them out to be. I'm going to put others before me and others' problems before my own problems, and I'm going to serve them. I mean, that's a beautiful act. It really is. And you don't think you'll gain favor from the Lord for doing that? You bet you will. 
Mm-hmm. You betcha. I All mean, day. I think that really speaks to my heart. The whole, the whole lesson on humility. Because I feel like I'm part of that person who wants to like exalt myself, you know? And I, I know there's a lot of people like that as well. Like, I think it's kind of a, it might be a natural thing. Like a lot of people want to say, oh, I want to be, I want to be the best. I want to be this. I want to be that. Well, everybody wants an attaboy. Once yeah. in a while, you're doing a great job or get noticed. But we're, we're human. That's built into us. Yeah. We all would love to have a, a pat on the back or, or a compliment. And I get it. I really do. And I struggle with that. Yeah. You know, I used to, you know, live for the wow factor. Mm-hmm. You know, look what I did. Wow. Were you impressed? Wow. I find you to be so incredibly humble, though. Oh, I that took a lot of years. <laughs> a few burning bushes and a lot of years to to get there but but I got there yeah and I realize now I am nothing without the Lord oh that's a true statement for me as well I know I'm nothing without the Lord have you guys uh you guys listening with us tonight you've been awful quiet have is there a situation where you've had to humble yourself and and serve somebody else in the midst of your torm- turmoil? If so, uh, put it in the chat. We'd love to uh, talk about it for a minute. That would be awesome. Got a yeah. good crowd on tonight. Yeah, and thanks for the support, guys. We really appreciate the prayers for Scott and his uh, father and also appreciate you guys encouraging me there. I uh, really <laughs> I really love reading Gets her preach on sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. You know it. I love it. <laughs> uh, it's just been great. Uh, you know, it's funny having this new job and I felt so much less stress in the new job and then having the commute again after working from home for two years. It's been a blessing because I get to listen to my Bible again during the commute. And I didn't realize how much I missed just hearing it. Um, and I'm enthusiastic to listen to it. So it's like, like I said, I feel like I'm catching all these new things lately, things I never thought about before. I had mentioned one of them to you before about, did you realize Jesus was crucified around nine o'clock in the morning? Like I never, yeah, I never knew that. I never thought about that. I never realized, wow that he was crucified in the morning. Like I would have thought it was late afternoon or something like that. I don't know why I pictured it that way in my head, but I mean, just things that you just never really picked up on before that you're, you're finding out or getting informed about little nuances here and there. It's just amazing. But I remember somebody telling me once that if you read the Bible, I think it's in the word, that, you know, if you read it a hundred times, it'll be yours. And I've always thought about that throughout my life. Like, oh, wow, what does it take to get through the Bible a hundred times, you know? Discipline. So that it can be yours, yes. I know my buddy Austin has gotten through it. Uh, he's in double digits. 
Is he really? That's yeah, amazing. Having read through it, you know, I get to Kings and I'm, <laughs> you know, I, I really, I'm really struggle. I'm just be transparent, but uh, yeah, I have tried to read it cover to cover. Yeah, and uh, I've almost made it. Yeah, and I know there's a lot of reading plans out there and so forth, like the yeah. Bible in a year. And- I just got to pace myself because I am really super hyper ADD when it comes to stuff like that. It's yeah, it doesn't take much of a squirrel. But uh, you know, that challenged me. I'm gonna I'm gonna do it. Ooh. I'm gonna do it. Look at you rising yeah. to the challenge. I like it. I'm gonna do it. <laughs> I'm gonna challenge you guys too. Let's read the Bible through and through. You if unless you already are, you guys are probably already on a plan. So and then hey, we can come never back. too late to start the plan. Never too late to start. Yeah. But start today. What do you say? Yeah. Gen one. Yeah. Well, you know, it's funny because like, I feel like, you know, with listening to the Bible, I know I've listened to it. Yeah. I've got to say, gosh, I've been listening to it since they used to come on the little uh, CDs and the cadet- oh, cassette yeah. tapes, yeah. you know? So probably for like 20 years or something, just listening through. Well, even the Bible says it. Understanding comes by hearing the word. Yeah. And, uh, but reading is different, you know, it's, and it speaks to you in a different way too, when you actually read it. It does, but there's something about reading it and hearing it for absorption. I think for retention is what I'm trying to say. Oh, yay. Jazz is going to start with you. You're going to do it, Jazz? Let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. Awesome. I'm not on a plan. All right, let's do it. Let's, um. Let's start tomorrow in uh, Gen 1. Gen 1, okay. And then uh, we'll compare notes next week and uh, see how far everybody is and what you've learned. This could be really fun. It really could. I'd love, because I'm going to love to hear uh, different takes on stuff. Donnie, you in? (laughs) He's putting you on the spot, Donnie. Ah, Donnie's probably already on a couple plans. Donnie probably is, yeah. He's, um, he's pretty studious, but all right. I know that um, we have a guest next week, too. Yes. Oh, yeah. So I think for the next couple of weeks. Oh, cool. Yeah. But I think it would be great to devote a few minutes of the show to just... Yeah, we'll just see where everybody see, is and yeah. what what we've learned. What and, stood out to them. You know, what can we... Can we do a chapter a day? What can we... Kind of goal could we set for next week? Do a could we do a book in a week? No, well, maybe a. That's the thing is that like all not all the chapters are are equal, right? Yeah, some of them are pretty long. Some of them are, but I think maybe we could get through three chapters by next week. I think we could do that. Yeah, is that good with you, Jazz? So chapters one, Genesis one, all the way through the end of Genesis three. Okay. I think that that could be doable in a week's time. Donnie's Donnie's still driving, man. (laughs) I get it, dude. (laughs) That's okay, man. We're just talking about the, well, you hear us. We're talking about kind of giving ourselves a Bible challenge. And man, if you want to start with us tomorrow, we're starting in Gen 1 and we're going to go to Gen 3 and then uh, discuss it maybe next week. 
Yeah, I think that's great. And I love that. And if you have a buddy that you can do it yeah, with. Yeah, study buddy. Do it with a buddy, you know, and um, see how much more enjoyable it is when you get to kind of bounce the word off of I love this because now I'm accountable. Yeah, absolutely. Because I can't get on this microphone and say I didn't do it. Uh, no, that's not going to look good. For so you. that that's <laughs> that cannot happen. It's not going to look good for me either. No, <laughs> it's not how we roll. Oh yeah, but no, this is great. Accountability is awesome, and you know, take it as a challenge because you know we have to push ourselves a little bit because it doesn't come naturally to just want to just instinctually just do it. No, it's easier for me to just flip on the TV and put my feet up after yeah. a hard day's work or early morning. You know, so now I got to rethink all that. Yeah, and just to That's give you guys so an idea, if you're just listening, that is really only like four pages of reading to get from Genesis 1 to Genesis, the end of Genesis 3. So that's pretty doable. Like, I feel like any of us could do that. Like, if we just set aside 30 minutes to read, we could easily get through I don't that. know how long it's going to take us, but I hope we stick with it because I would love at the end of this year to say that we all did it. Yeah, that Wouldn't would that be cool. Wouldn't that be cool? Have, a, have a, a Bible study party? That would be awesome. Boy, we should really mark this day on the calendar. Yeah, just- we need to. You know, say, hey, we started a, our... Maybe yeah. we'll title the podcast Bible Challenge or something like that Ooh. so we know which one it was. I like that. I like it. Let's the, do it. The Bible Challenge. Jazz says, let's do it. I like that. <laughs> She's so positive. I love she it. She is. She rocks. <laughs> she was early too. Boy, I hadn't even started yet. She was on. That was That's awesome. Great. I hope your brother's doing well, Jazz. Yeah, I was just going to say that. Yeah, give us an update when you can. Update. Yeah, we love them. We love to hear updates on how people are doing. Awesome blossom. Yeah, I don't think that I had anything else that I needed to bring up. All right, you guys got anything else? Prayer requests? Complaints? Concerns? Comments? (laughs) Anything before we get out of here? I'll wait. Yeah, I think... (laughs) think I have um, any other prayer requests that I can think of. We did a good job of covering some last week. Yeah. And then this week, that was the only one that I received. Well, pray for us here at GSR because uh, uh, yes. it is uh, tax season. Uh, we got to come up with $450 to cover the taxes. But God will supply. He always does. He always does. And thank you to all of you for praying for us because I have felt different when I come into the studio. I, I have felt a shift in the wind, so to speak. And I feel like we have Mikey's blessing and the Lord's blessing and we're just rocking and rolling for Jesus now. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. I mean, we're so excited that we get to do this every week with you guys and we appreciate the love and the support and you know we want to love and support you guys right back so you know let us know how we can best do that because this is you know it's a ministry it's what we do and it's like 
like I said, we've all got to be there for each other. We're each other's support system. We were designed for community. And it doesn't matter that we might not live next door to each other. We're an online community and that's okay. You know, there's no distance separating us when we're an I online love that, community. Babe. Yeah. We were designed for community. We were. Wow. We were. That's powerful. Yeah. That's really, really powerful. Yep. We were not meant to stand alone. All right, guys, we're, we're going to wrap it up for now. Uh, any prayer requests, send them to godstoriesradio at gmail.com. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, it's godstoriesradiotina at gmail.com. And if you can't physically come here, you can call in, you can Skype, you can just write your testimony and we'll read it. We sure will. We'll take it any way we can get it because we love y'all and there's people out there that need to hear what you have to say. Absolutely. Donnie, drive safe, man. Yes. Uh, thanks for thanks for tuning in with us tonight. And I got one other person on. I can't tell who you are, but uh, welcome and thank you for being here. Uh, maybe you'll you'll follow us and get a username and then I can shout you out and you can chat with us. That would be wonderful. Absolutely. All right. You guys have a great week. That about wraps it up for session 294. I'm Fritz. And I'm Tina. God bless you. God bless.